Lee Cordo locked up the manager's office at the hollow and climbed into his pickup truck. His wife, Maggie, was making beef stew for dinner, which was one of his favorites, and apple pie. She would never tell him she made one, but if there was beef stew for dinner, the pie always followed. He pulled away from the office and down the road leading out of the hollow. Switching on the radio station, he found a sports station, the host discussing the NFL's latest rule change on blows to the head. He drove ahead, almost to Route 16, which would take him home. There was a truck pulled to the side of the road, its hazard lights flashing. A man the size of a small truck stood near the van. He waved his arms frantically, wanting Lee to stop. Looked like a workman's truck, maybe a plumber or carpenter. Lee'd been helped by passing motorists, one time running out of gas on Interstate 90 and having someone pull over and drive him to a gas station. Why not? He pulled the truck over and got out. Need a hand? The man motioned him closer, but said nothing. Lee approached, the guy standing still, arms hanging at his sides. What's the trouble? The man stood silent. Lee got the feeling like he might be walking into something bad. A raw jolt of adrenaline pumped through his system, and he stopped. The large man still hadn't said a word, and this worried Lee more than he could have articulated. The man hadn't threatened him in any way, but this was somehow more terrifying to Lee. Lee backed up against his truck. The man stood still and watched him. Something bit into his arm, a hot pain, and he turned to see another guy, this one with a face like carved granite holding a machete. He was aware of blood leaking from his arm and drenching his shirt. The man swung the machete again, but Lee managed to get his arm up and block the blow. From there he ran, off the road and into the woods, not knowing where he was headed. He hadn't looked at the wound, just knew it was bleeding heavily. He heard the man grunting behind him, as if he were an animal tracking prey. Lee stumbled through the woods, branches scratching his face. The cold air burned his lungs. He thought about not getting his beef stew and pie. His legs began to cramp, and he slowed down. Turn and fight, he thought. Leaning on a tree for support, he turned around to see the man closing with a machete. Before he could get his arms up to defend himself, the man swung the machete low and chopped into his leg. The pain was enormous, and he collapsed on the ground. He looked up to see the man staring at him, with eyes that were nothing more than hard slashes in his face. The man wasn't even out of breath. Lee heard another voice in the distance say, Keep him alive. Lee raised his hand, as if to ward the man off. The man swung the machete and clipped off three of Lee's fingers. Lee stared at the stumps, now jutting blood. His head swimming. Darkness began to creep into view, shrinking his peripheral vision. He didn't have long to live. The man with the machete yells for the fat man. The old man's body is lying near a tree. He is pale, dead from blood loss and shock. The fat man arrives and says, You shouldn't have chopped off his fingers. 
We could have kept him alive. He's just a warm-up. Help me drag him. The two men drag the old guy's body through the woods. He reeks like shit. The man with the machete goes to the truck, cleans his weapon with a rag, and grabs some spades. While he is getting the shovels, the fat man pulls the old guy's pickup truck off the road and leaves it. Then they drag the body into the woods and bury it in a shallow grave. They cover it with dirt and leaves. The fat man is dripping with sweat and begins to stink. I was hoping to catch a woman on the road, he says. Well, we didn't, did we? We should get off the road. Get to the truck, the fat one says. <laughs>